Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another episode of Woken Baked. And today, it is an honor to share my conversation with the one and only Rampage, the last Boy Scout of the legendary Flip Mode Squad. Now, the Flip Mode Squad is a rap crew that consists of members like Raw Digga, Spliffstar, DJ Scratch, Baby Sham, and of course, the one, the only, Busta Rhymes. Now, in this conversation, we cover a gang of topics, including why you shouldn't feel bad about eating McDonald's in Europe, the amount of jazz cabbage consumed during the Flip Mode Squad meets Def Squad recording session, which, by the way, uh, Def Squad is a crew that includes both Keith Murray and Redman. So, those two guys alone... A lot of jazz cabbage, all right? We also let you know, well, he lets you know, where you can listen to his new mixtape, Quarantine Chronicles. Hint, it's on SoundCloud, and I'll have the link in the description. We talk about some of his business ventures, and most surprisingly to me, Rampage gives us a shocking amount of insight into all things how Jay Dilla produced beats. I mean, this is a lot of information that that he drops. If you are a rap nerd, if you care, if you like hip-hop, if you like boom-bap era hip-hop, if you care about Detroit's history in hip-hop, if you are curious about the man who is regarded by many as the very best producer in hip-hop's history, you're going to want to hear what Rampage has to say. Now, if you are an artist and you care about some of the different avenues of income that are available to you, including ghostwriting, production, DJing, Rampage is a hip-hop renaissance man, and he has a lot to say. And I'll be honest, when I had the opportunity to sit down and interview him, I hadn't yet heard Quarantine Chronicles. A little bit bummed. All right, I, I wasn't able to do that before the interview. Now, I have had the opportunity to listen to it now, and my favorite song on the album is Book of Rhymes. Now, like I said, all of the links are in the description, and I really want to give a solid shout-out to MJ over at MJ's Hip Hop Connects for making this happen. And without any further ado, ladies, gents, and others, Rampage the Last Boy Scout. Ladies and gents, Rampage, the last Boy Scout. How are you doing, sir? What's going on with you, my G? Oh, man, it's a, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Just uh, talking to you from lovely middle of nowhere, Alaska. So uh, thank oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I love Alaska. I've been there. I've been there about three times. I oh. performed there like twice. Okay. So, yeah. So then you're probably familiar with Anchorage and, and, uh, and the surrounding spots. So I live in Soldatna, about... Um, about three hours south of uh, the, like, middle of nowhere. Okay. But I'm, I'm definitely familiar with Alaska. Uh, a real, they got a good hip-hop community last time I was dead. So. It's. That's one of the very, very cool things about um, about the internet. Sort of allowed 
um, good music to permeate. You've been a part of incredible tours, sir, and seen probably seen some pretty incredible places uh, yeah. from a perspective that a lot of us don't get to. Right. Um, so I wanted to take a quick second to, well, more than a quick second, to really talk about your um, the, the mixtape uh, that just dropped, uh, Quarantine Chronicles. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about how that came to be. Um, Did you listen to it? I haven't gotten the chance to. I've been like, I got it from MJ. Um, and you should I, listen. You should listen to it straight down while you moving around in Alaska. I, I will absolutely do that. I've been running around. The please do. I would. I'd, I'd love to. I would absolutely love to, sir. And I got it. I downloaded it. And uh, as soon as we get down, I'm going to listen to it. I'm familiar with, with the older stuff, um, mm -hmm. but I really want to talk about the, the new stuff because, um, well, now you're you're also a DJ. I don't know how long you've been a DJ. And how well, is that? I've actually been a DJ before I started emceeing. And also, just for people, for the record, I used to DJ for Rod Digger as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. A lot of people didn't, didn't really know I was a DJ, so. Yeah. Um. So that's that, that's a whole other whole other set of conversations. Um. Wow, I don't even know where to start with that. I am. Um. And everybody can find my mixtape, The Quarantine Chronicles, exclusively on SoundCloud. Okay. Um. So I went through. There's like th I don't know how many different rampages there are on uh, on SoundCloud, but I couldn't find it. Um, a lot of them is all me though. It's the Quarantine Chronicles. All you got to do is the Quarantine Chronicles, and it'll it'll pop up. Roger that. I'm on SoundCloud as well. I will absolutely do that. We'll put the link down at the bottom. Um, so as far as um, making the, the mixtape happen, it, how do you think being a DJ influences that as far as beat picking? Because as... Well, I've always been a beat. See, that's the problem with a lot of artists from my era. A lot of them didn't know how to pick records. Well, I ghostwrite as well for a lot of artists, so I know how to pick beats as well. So, you know, I've been ghostwriting for well over 20 years. You know what I mean? So I pick great records, and a lot of records that I pick is definitely either gold or platinum or some of them that I wrote. So, again, you know, I'm a, I'm a great beat picker. You know what I'm saying? I'm also a producer as well. I make beats. I DJ. And, you know, I'm a ghostwriter and I write, so, and I don't write none of that down, everything off top of the head, so. <clears throat> so all my classic verses and stuff, I never wrote down everything on top of the head. Which, by the way, just completely crapped on my question about your writing process. Mm -hmm. um, so when you're structured, do you, do you structure um, the rhymes, uh, like, I mean, you're See, not back writing. then. So, so, so back then I used that, I use, you know, you know, that technique of, you know, remembering my raps and stuff like that. I get it from, from Biggie because Biggie used to do that. You know, he would go on sessions and just be off top of his head. You would think that he would write a lot of that stuff down when I seen him go in the studio and not write nothing down and be like, yo, I'm leaving. He was just come late. 40 bars and be like, yo, you can have it. I'm out. 
Yeah, like I witnessed that, you know what I mean? And I just thought that technique of spitting and stuff like that, I, I, I kind of grasped that. And ever since then, I've just been doing it that way. And that's been years where you just keep it fresh. Now we got Pro Tools, so I go to it just like that on Pro Tools, like if I was writing it. So I like it even raw, and it's better than that. So, and right now, <clears throat> right now I have over a thousand new songs nobody never heard. So, every couple of weeks I probably record over ten, twenty songs because that's me as a ghostwriter and as a writer. I, you know, I gotta stay fresh. You know what I'm that's saying? So I'm always, always got a record for anybody whoever wanted. I always got a hundred records right now ready to go for whoever wanted so i'm one of those people so when you're um somebody just like practice makes perfect and the, the practice is perfect um was there was there any extra was there pressure as a as a new artist and as an artist that's coming from being a dj being around artists like biggie busta raw digger all of these uh incredible names that that you've been on songs with red man uh molly g how does that um how does that influence you in the way that you um write rhymes for yourself and then write rhymes for other people well you know at the end of the day it's like you know i like everybody's rhyme styles and i listen to how everybody flows and then you know i go i goes into my x-man flow like whereas i can adapt to any weather any mc or or you know I could listen to an MC and it did just a spark me to just record like several records or 20 records. So I'm like, <clears throat> you know, I'm like the dude from X-Men sitting in the wheelchair in Manito. Like I, I can adapt energy and it, and then I'll just go in the studio and just be like, put up 20 different beats, a slow beat, middle beat, hard beat, record beat, top 40 beat. I have one of each. So, you know, being with those MCs, you know, that puts me in that that wave where I can match any MC, you know what I mean? Because I'm an MC, MC for real. Like, I do the battle stuff, too. I used to do the battle stuff as well. So, I've always been a dope MC. You know, that's why, you know, I'm the lyrical lieutenant. Well, I think that... For me, it was your your delivery was always was always the fun thing because it changed hard. You're, my, you're my, my. five times in a verse, right? And, and the lyrics never sucked. Like, but the delivery changed. In you, you'd have five different deliveries on side in in sixteen bars or eighteen bars or twenty two bars, um, and and, and that's crazy. Always, that's crazy because nobody never told me that. But that's crazy that you could could definitely listen the way my flows are and i got those flows inside of one flow one hard flow but i have many powers you know what i mean I, that's why i said my x-man type of flow you know what i mean what well, i can adapt to any any year any weather any mc it doesn't even matter i like as chaos one would say i'm gonna rock this fucking mic till i'm motherfucking 60. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah it ain't nothing gonna stop me, man. Never. Well, if if you love what you do, then you never go to work, you know. And, but, and if you're having fun doing what you're doing, then there's no good reason to stop. And it's always been fun because I got a catalog shit of music that's been great for me. 
like my catalog is ridiculous so you know again at the end of the day i'm an mc mc you know what i mean so and what i mean by that is i can adapt to any weather as an mc so you cannot hear rampage record for years and i can come back and it'll just be i can get back into that zone where a lot of people can't get back to that 92 flow 93 flow 94 flow 95 flow like you know i came in the middle of the era so again but i was able to master it so a lot of people never mastered their stuff this is why they're they're not around no more they, they find the nemo they swimming with nemo right now um could we talk a, a little bit about um the comment and jay dilla on that is that okay yeah you can go ahead all right yeah. um so you mentioned you're a dj you've got a great ear for beats right how, how did dilla get on the coming because his presence was definitely there uh was it mike i thought maybe the far side from the from lab cab in california well you know <clears throat> you know buster and q-tip or like that you know what i'm saying so you know at the time uh buster's managing or or the uma is is q-tip and jay dilla so that relationship with the uma and buster having a relationship with the uma that's how that relationship began and that's why you started hearing jay dilla pop up on a lot of that stuff because we're family at the end of the day and we always knew jay dilla and he's always been there and he's always we always been a fan of him he always been a fan of us and you know him and buster has buster got records from jay dilla you wouldn't even believe like jay dilla i, I must have seen jay dilla about 20 billion times like when i mean 20 billion times like 20 billion times didn't know he was in town until i went to the bathroom and i seen him i was like yo you here yeah Bus pulled me in and he in there he in there tracking a lot of records like records you wouldn't even believe like i was in some of the sessions and he was playing me joints that was you know like i like one session it was some years ago we we in the studio and he played me that that player that that's on the slum village album he played me the beat but nobody was rapping on it on that from that slum you know that that single yeah. player in the seven one eight he played it he actually played it for me before anybody rapped on it so what was it like hearing those early slum village uh slum village records um it was incredible because he it was incredible it's like you know greatness you know what i'm saying like you know he he yo man i yo he played me some joints i couldn't even believe man like he was banging i mean the the kid like i do raps he was doing the beats just like that man like he he he's just a great programmer like he would program the beats how dudes back then wasn't even programming they beats and drums and they samples like that like i don't know man that dude he was he was he's a unique one man like i ain't never seen nobody beat up a drum machine like that man ever in my life you know what i mean like 
<laughs> he played me some joints. I was sitting there. Yo, I got a uh, Jay Dilla tape of beats that he gave me from back in the days. My mom's got it, but I cannot. I don't know. If she. I don't know where she put it, but I wish I could just find that shit. Yeah, he hit me with some joints. I'm not even going to play with you. If I could find that tape. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Pro Tools. Oh, my God. Yeah. He, he yeah, man. He wasn't what? playing on that producer shit. I ain't even going to front. Like, we going to just straight get to it. Jay Dilla wasn't playing on no producer shit. Like, that dude was a serious dude on, on, that, on, on, that, on that drum machine. Yo, like, we went, one time I went in the studio, he played me this beat that go, let me show you. The studio had four speakers. Now, he didn't have no control of the board. He only had a control of the drum machine. But how he made each sound on each, on each four of the beats moving around. I ain't never seen nobody do that ever in my life. Just never. And that was in the 90s sometime. The way, the way his brain operated with music, <laughs> with, with, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's like listening to like a, the listening equivalent of like a three minute sketch um of just just this incredible flow like his 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 creative juices never turned off never when i say never i'm with you like it will never be a producer like him i don't care how much people as producers are fan of him or try to duplicate him he was something that you couldn't duplicate he was an original like it ain't you know everybody every producer has their their waves but his wave was just it was just something different you know I, I i man i witnessed it you know what i'm saying i i, I was in the mix i saw it like yeah they're not fucking with that boy man for for a lifetime and his and his music is still killing today you know how many beats he made that nobody never heard you better ask somebody. They're still finding stuff. Like And they still finding stuff. And then it could have been stuff that he just started. But when you hear the beat, you like, what the fuck was he doing, man? Like, like only only Dilla would know what he was doing. Like everybody done does he had a madness with his with his style. He had a madness on what he was doing. And he was really, he was really on point with that madness. You hear me what I'm telling you? Like he was on his science. He was dialed in. He was. He was extra tapped in. You feel me? Like he was on his matrix flow on them beats. You know what I'm saying? So, of of producers of all times. Oh yeah, he gets that. He gets that. Can't take can't take nothing away from him. He's gonna, to be he's there. gonna be I'm gonna you, you had to be there to see it. You had to be there to witness it. <clears throat> oh, I witnessed it a few times. 
me and him sitting in the studio, he was just pulling them out. Bang, 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 bang. I was like, damn. Damn. Really? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there like, you know, anybody know this this kid is incredible. Yo, he, he he's a different, yo, like, he would sit there, pull that fucking MP up. And then he would just go. Like his MP, I know that shit never ran out of no no space. I know that for fact. Yo, every time he turned the beat, it was just something different. I was sitting there like, oh my God. Like, and this was sometime in the 90s. Like, ain't no producer really fucking with that sound like that. I haven't heard it. <laughs> I don't think we're going. I don't care not... if you was a mentor of his. You still not gonna catch that flow. He beat the fuck up out of that MP60. <laughs> he beat the fuck out of that. I, I don't even understand, man. Like, like his shit was on some real Voltron shit, man. You hear me? <clears throat> he was really on some Voltron shit with them. That that fucking. Them sounds, man. He he he's wicked, dude, man. Wicked on them beats, like shit. <laughs> you talking about that dude, man? Legend, legend, legend. I I, w I witnessed it. I saw him tracking records, like you wouldn't believe. I saw it up close, so. It ain't no, it ain't no talk. It ain't no bull. I witnessed it. Yo, he, I think Buster Rhymes got the most Jay Dilla beats out of everybody. I'm going to keep that shit real. I, that, okay, so then we, we start talking about all of, all of those records that came out after 2006. Yeah, Busta's on, on all over. He's on over all of those. I'm willing to bet that he's probably sitting, yeah, he's probably sitting on more Dilla beats than any. Probably sitting on more completed. I, 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 on some real shit? I think so. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I think mean, I think so. Like, yo, man. Dilla wasn't I, the one to be fucking with on that production shit. There's a couple of producers like like that have their own shit. Like Knox, he's in fucking credible. Knox is in like 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 Knox. He's he's so hold up. You know, everybody got their own lane. But not oh my stars. Like, he's another one that don't be playing with them fucking records. Like, there's a couple of serious dudes, man. DJ Scratch is a serious dude on the beats. There's couple you could you could you could Pete Rock is a serious guy on them records. Large professor, everybody that I'm named and they got their own lane. You can't duplicate them. Mad Lib? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Just these the people that I'm, I'm naming, like, you know, you can't duplicate them. Enjoy them. You know what I'm saying? You have... That if you... I can't... 
you know sound when you hear it you know you know it you hear it it's 94 and right the old um old album right. had his hand right so when i'm and, so when i'm saying and, and you there's you'll like hear. certain producers that certain producers certain producers put you in that like oh shit oh shit did he take yo like like i would hear jay dilla play a beat and i would just leave the room because i already and then one thing i noticed about jay dilla when he's making those beats he made them three different ways so he might make it as straight for you he might make it like a, a trap joint for you or he'll make a hard um, joint looks like we're we lost uh we lost Rand. um can you can you hear me can you hear me page you you're Hold on one second. You're you're uh, you're breaking up a little bit, friends. I'm I'm getting a lot more than I expected to. Uh, this is really really cool. If y'all have any, can you hear me? Question. Absolutely, loud and clear, sir. Can Can y'all hear me? So, like I said, what I what what I noticed when he was tracking them beats. He'll make it one way, but he'll make it three ways or four type of ways of the beat. Because if you didn't want to rock it to the, this way, he got it going a whole nother way. Either way that he had the beat, you're going to like it. <laughs> He's going to make it fit you. Especially if you had a relationship with him. He's going to make that record incredible. And he de basically he was a detailer of the beats. He would detail a beat to your shit from his machine. Ain't nobody put no song. Yo, he put it together from his machine. He already know how the kicks and the drum is gonna swing and where they gonna swing at. Incredible producer, man. Phenomenal producer of our time. He will never be forgotten. Never. That's a different species on them beats, man. He's a different species. Ain't it? Ain't, ain't nobody came close. I'm going to sit here and wait. <laughs> Serious dude on them records, man. He's uh, the only. Yo, you can let me do it. Yo, yeah, yesterday I did my radio show and I played Raise It Up. Raise It Up. Raise it up. Oh my God. I was sitting there like, wow. And my favorite record that he produced is Colonial with him, uh, uh, The Village, and Common Sense. You ever heard that? The Lonious? Uh, is that talk that's on the second, um, the second, uh, uh, the second album. Uh, the I think it's the first mistaken. album, The, the Sun Village. The one with so the, 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 the gray, the, yeah, I think it's on the first one, Raise It Up, and, and Thelonious. Yo, the man said, let me show you, let me show you what's my theme music that gets me hype. Anytime I do a show, I listen to the Thelonious. With him in common in um, Slum Village. Yo, he says... You whipping the five when it's really the 320, you should have let your man hook it. The numbers look crooked like King Kong shook it. Oh, my God. Come on. 
Jay Dilla? Oh, he was saying some slick shit on that record, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's my favorite. How was, how was that he? is my favorite song from Jay Dilla of all times. Um, he said something, something, some yours is short. A something, something, some like soft sports. You whipping the five when it's really your 320, you should have let your man hook it. The numbers look crooked like King Kong shook it. <laughs> I just stopped. After that, he, after he says that, I rewind the whole shit again. Y'all must have listened to Thelonious about a million times. Uh, what are, um, Digger's like that as well. Like, Raw Digger has just just has those those punchlines where you're like, oh, oh shit. A lot, there's a, there's a rewind factor. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, writing, especially in, in that, um, in the, the, that flip mode area of like 97 to let's say that the early 2000s where, um, how was, how was writing? Like if you're with Sham, you're writing with, with Digga, you're writing with Busta, like how on point does your pen have to be? It's just, it's just, it's, you gotta be able to match. You have to be on point. Lyrically, they bust your ass. They not playing with it. Lyrically, but <clears throat> when we, when we, when we in a session, I normally set the records off first, so you know. I always set the records off first. All the flip mode records, they want me to set it off first for some reason. No. Lyrical lieutenant, I set it off. I set the wave off and then they start going into their zone. So just for everybody to know. But Digger is a different female species. And I'ma tell any I'll tell anybody this. There's no other female MC that can touch her lyrically. I seen Digger wear out men with bars. I seen her do it when she was pregnant, battle with. I, I don't think there's a lot. Bussing, and, 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 and busting their ass lyrically. She, I, I mean, like, prior Ooh. to the flip mode, like she, she comes through of like butchers from Jersey. Like all of these, all of the dudes that she's she's coming up with, whether it's whether it's Busta, whether it's Case One, like surgeons with a pen. Like these, these are like artist bars. She's a different it, surgeon. It's not though. like she didn't. She's have, a. She's have to come up around. She's a. She's a different surgeon. I'ma just keep it real, like Doctor Digger. Oh my God. Splash Brother style, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Yo, she's, she's a different species, man. She's a different it's, it's species. Rod Digger's one of the best female MCs of our time that we're going to ever see. And I just wish everybody start recognizing her for real, for real. Like, she's no joke when it comes with that pen. Her darts is serious. Her punchlines is serious. Her songs is serious. 
That's why she's the first lady of the squad, man. Cause she get busy for real. Yo, she do half a shit that she she body. I seen her body men while she was pregnant, lyrically. With a baby <laughs> in her belly. You hear me what I'm telling you? Man, that shit shook, man. That's a different one you don't fuck with lyrically. <laughs> with a baby in her belly. I witnessed it. I witnessed it. She's barking on every fucking body. She's so different species, she's there, so, man. She's she's from another planet with them, man. She's she's on she's on. If you think she's on Earth, she really not. I don't know if she's from Earth. She she, she, she just she's just from a different planet that we don't even know of. She's from a portal that just happens to empty out in New Jersey. Like one one hundred. That's some real shit. I I I'll take that. She's she um, big. yo, listen, man. It's bigger than Jersey with her, man. You would think she from it's like she's in all the boroughs in one. Her shit is gut. When I say extra gutter, foul mouth, extra gutter, beat your ass like you just her shit is a colossal. Her shit is her shit is iconic. Her shit is like, her shit put the fear in your heart. Like, I think it's one of the best MCs, female MCs of our time. If you ask me, <clears throat> who's my top 10 or top five female MCs? Rodriguez is first. And not, not just because she my sister, it's because she ain't playing with them fucking bars, man. Seriously, she don't play with them, but like, I don't know Rod Digger to joke like that. Her boss is really bust your ass. I fuck you up right now. She gets to it. She don't waste she just, no time with them bars. There's no minutes she will waste lyrically. That every bar that come out her mouth is just a bullet. Bang, 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 bang. Every time. From beginning to the end, every time, there's no female MC that does that for me. I say Mount Rushmore, Rod Digger. For real, for real. As as a, I mean, being the guy that goes first on on these songs, um, like you're setting the pace, like or you're setting the the the, the pace and the tone, um, right? Do, with the new flip mode record coming, mm -hmm. um, how is is that is that, is that something that's going to change, or is that something that's going to no no that, that ain't going to change, but it's coming. I can't tell you when, but I'm gonna just tell you. Rod Digger on there spazzing the fuck out. There's no games, Splash Brothers style. She ain't playing with it. <laughs> she, <coughs> I lie to you not. I rap is not <laughs> one of those sports where like where Rod Diggy can drop a dirty Harriet 20 years ago come come out next week on a flip mode record butcher everybody and then all of a sudden you know the world is reminded um and that's how that happens um because I think that that with uh 
with with reels and and with the the attachment of uh, and hooks, people are going to be start uh, continue to really dive into what the music is about. Like with the beat nut Saka bulb blowing up on on reels, people are getting to dive into their discography and find out what what. They, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear what what she. Um, is uh, is Sham on the record? Yep, Lord Sham, me. Bless, bless. Shit. Because I yep. noticed Sham was on on the last came out in 2017. Um, that that looked like a like um like an iceberg slim cover. Mm. Um, it's good, to, man. It's I always I always get excited to listen to Sham. I was I mean I was like me too. When... Me 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 too. And um, Sham is. You know, that's killer number four, man. He get busy with it. You know what I'm saying? He's another one, like, his being out of that Queensbridge miss wave. He's another one that's, lyrically, he 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 destroys a lot of shit. Like, and that's what makes us unique together. We're like Transformers. One don't work without the other. I don't care. We, we take us out the water for 20. You ever seen Transformers, how... You got uh, a B, you got this one, you got that one. That's how we are. That's how it works. And we are loyal to, to each other like that too. So again, once it cuts, once the, the once it once we come together, we form that shit. So once we form that shit, it ain't nobody or no group or anybody can fuck with us. Um does it I don't want to use the word intimidated because it's it's got to be because it's not the right word it's it's not the right word at all, but when you're you're in the studio with Bustu with um, with Digga, like does it does it put any extra pressure on like okay now I got to make these bars no I be hype that shit make me hype better maybe I got to die no that shit make me hype I be hype as fuck I be ready to go they already know I be ready to motherfucking go it's just everybody got their own own shit they already know when i turn on everybody is on you feel me what i'm saying like it's just it's just it's just that's just we, we we it's funny we could all be in the room they're gonna be like yo rant you should set it off or buster be like rant set it off like i know what you want i set it off first on the record but i went last but I set the tone, but I went last. Supply, <laughs> excuse me, it's a platinum record again, recently. So again, being a lyrical lieutenant of the squad, they all motivate me and I, I motivate them. That's all I can say. But when we come together, that shit is Voltron. That shit is Transformers. And anybody know about, from our era knows about uh, Voltron and Transformers. Anytime they come together, that shit is always powerful. They could be separated for a while, but when they come together, you can't stop the rain. Cause we so advanced together. Um, just, uh, 
guessing like uh, who's uh, who's handling uh, production on it? I mean, like DJ Scratch, I'd hope would be there. I, I'm not even going to tell you. Everybody got to wait for that. Can't tell. I can't let the cat out the bag. I'm, Just know, you know that it's coming. This, this, this. See, that's that's it. You never I'm, know when Transformers just, and Voltron is coming. You you just got to see the logo and know that it's coming. And, uh, I got to ask a weed question. Don't mind. Um, Go ahead. In the Def Jam flip mode, or I'm sorry, the Def Squad versus flip mode squad session. How much weed was smoked in the in the death squad mm -hmm. versus flip mode squad uh session? You said flip mode meets death squad? Yeah, flip mode meets death squad uh session. How much weed was smoked between Redman, between Busta, between Molly? I don't know if Eric certainly you know, I would assume. Um when I tell you, when I tell you it was a lot of smoke in that session. <laughs> the room was smoky. As soon as you open it, that shit goes. Um, now do you come you, out um, smelling like smoky. You coming out smelling like smoky the bear for real. <laughs> Trust me. You know, as it should, if you're hanging out with, with, with Redman and, and Busta Rhymes, you know, like you would, ex it, what happens is what you would expect, like crazy bars and, and the smell of fresh botany. Yeah. <laughs> what you said. <laughs> I mean, even in the mid nineties, I can't imagine Busta Rhymes uh, and, and, and Redman would have like bad weed like i would just imagine that they, at that time nah, had, man I, not, it was no bad weed uh, not at all that skunk was popping you hear me that skunk oh was popping 90s so you had skunk you had white widow you had yep. those, those yo those i went to i went to what country i went to uh 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 acid uh, holland yeah the netherlands Incident. yeah I go to Amsterdam to the smoke shop. First smoke shop I ever been into. They sat down, let you pick out your weed. And first weed that I grabbed, it was called White Lady. Understand, I was tremendously high. <laughs> Understand that I was on the next planet. Understand that I went right to sleep. Understand, I woke up with the super munchies. Understand, that was in the 90s. Understand that I was still high when I woke up. And I was back at the smoke shop that never closed. And answer that. I love Holland. I love Amsterdam. I grew up in Germany, and so, yeah, I know. Understand. That shit is, has the best weed. I'm not even going to front. That shit was the best weed I ever, ever uh, purchased. Amsterdam ever. has the pop scene. Amsterdam has always had, Amsterdam has been the most, I, I don't know, embracing of like 
the culture. They yeah. fucked with the culture. I don't care. The, and and Holland and Holland and Poland and Germany and and, and Germany. I've been on all of those places, man. Twenty million times. You know, it's my favorite out of them all. Chile. Okay. Tell I've me been about Chile like four times. Chile is. Salute to everybody from Chile, off the fucking chisel. So, I've been so to Milan. Is Milan is off the chisel. I perform in Egypt, East Egypt, off the fucking chisel. These is these is places I've been millions and millions of times. Like I have friends there. I still, you know, what I'm saying I got friends in the UK, off the fucking chisel. I got friends in Sweden. I got friends and yo, like I made so many friends, like I, they still all tap in with me by email for years and years and years and years and years. Japan, China, all the saints, all the islands. Like I've been around the world at least eight times in my life. My passports, I, I, I don't read do about seven passports so of all the of all the traveling and all the places that you've been and and all of the the people that you met what do you think are some of the most important lessons that you've learned not just musically well, but just as person. the cultures are different some of the cultures are better some of the food is better you 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 know you you know things we might call here like i go to london you know, they food really look like the picture. You know what I'm saying? The fruits are fresher. The vegetables are colorful, different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the stuff we would eat here, they will not eat in their culture and stuff like that. So, you know, you our chicken is different from their chicken, and chicken is chicken. You know what I'm saying? So, I tell you the difference. I notice overseas. I like, I like McDonald's. Uh, Original apple pie is overseas, but this apple pie is shitty. But the original crunchy apple pies is overseas in their McDonald's. And their food, their McDonald's is different from our McDonald's. But the crunchy apple pies, the original, oh my God, I fucked them shits up when I was overseas because I didn't have some munchies. I went there, I ordered me a 20-piece nuggets and two of those crunchy-ass apple pies. And guess what? I felt like I was in Flatbush again back in the days. And I was overseas. And they had the original cartons. Remember the original cartons from McDonald's with the, with the joint on it? Yeah, yeah, I had that. I felt like I was in a throwback. I went back in time on some other shit. McDonald's everywhere overseas is just it's just different. Like in in Europe, they have to use organic ingredients in everything, so the yep. meat tastes better, the vegetables taste better. Everything. Yep. McDonald's is almost real food over there. Like I got the McCroquet when I was in Holland. It's amazing. Like, like they don't even make the McCroquet in these stores. They wouldn't even dare to do that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, when I went over there, I just came back. 
couple of weeks ago, I was in St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. Yeah, I, I saw the picture. I How was, was that? that? That shit was beautiful. I didn't want to come back. I was on Fantasy Island. I was waiting on Mr. Rock and Tattoo, for those that don't know who that is. Google it. On Fantasy yeah. Island. Yeah, boss, the plane, the plane. On Fantasy Island. If you don't yeah. know, when we get done with this, get on to YouTube and, and thank everyone involved in this conversation. Ugh. Thank you for bringing up Mr. Rourke and, and Fantasy Island. Um, yeah, it's like, overseas like, like, is it. Like being over, 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 you know, and that's a U.S. country too. But you, you don't. It don't seem like it's a U.S. It seemed very islandish to me. I'm on every beach. I'm moving around. I'm walking around. I'm losing the weight. I'm getting my health together. But I'm taking some. I never took a vacation ever in my life. That was the first vacation that I ever took, being in the rap game. Ever. I enjoy myself. I remember since. We've been quarantining. I ain't been to no U.S. beach, none of that shit, for years. Last beach I was on was the, the, the beach in Cali. And before that, Jones Beach years ago. I ain't been on the beach. I ain't touched sand in a very long time. But when I went to 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 St. Thomas, I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in the, I'm in the uh, the water where it was clear. I ain't never seen clear water like. I'm gonna keep this real. I ain't never seen clear water like that. I was in in a beach. I seen my toes clearly. I seen fishies. Yo, like yo, listen, man. Yo, that if you ever been to Saint Thomas, Saint Croix, all the saints, that is something that you really have to experience. That beach there, I ain't talking about them dirty ass beaches we got. Them beaches there is clear. You can see in the water. You can swim. It's like you swimming in the swimming pool. I was out there really flexing my fucking stomach. Real talk. <laughs> Yo, the ooh, we out there serious, bro. I Good. drunk every listen. Every day I was drunk and hot. It's a lot of smoke going on, brother. Rampage touch. They got the smoke ready. You dig? I, I dig. I dig. So when was the last time you were up here? Now that we're on the topic of smoke, uh, when was the last time you were up here? Alaska? Yeah. 96. Oh, shit. Okay. So since then, we got legalized, extra legalized. Like I said, the town I live in. Let me tell you, when I came to Alaska, that shit was dark. Probably the whole time. When I left, the shit was dark. When I got there, the shit was dark. I And it was, it, it was 5 in the morning, the shit was dark. It was... It was 7.30 in the morning. The shit was dark. Guess what? The shit fucked me up because when we went to perform in this little skating ring where they had, had the show, the shit was packed. Well over 2,000 kids showed up. 
I thought it was just igloos and all this other bullshit. Fuck me up. I'm wrong. They got some hip-hop kids in Alaska. And when I came, I had to have two gooses, not one. And I doubled my socks up. Shit gets really cold. I had double hoodies, two deweys. <laughs> Yo, but, but when I, I had, like, for two days, I had just fun. But it was dark the whole time. Alaska's dope. You know dope. I'm not fronting. You know I'm not fronting about that. No. And that's no. stay cold. Fucking right twenty. Now, you in the summer? You you in the summer wave of it? Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in the summer wave, and it's still kind of chilly. Um, like you in I that think, hoodie? You in that hoodie and jogging suit weather? Dude, it's always hoodie and jogging suit weather. It is all. It's never not hoodie season in Alaska. Um. You know, like you were talking about, dude, it's nothing to be 20 below and, you know, 20 minutes of sunshine for a day. If you're farther right. north, oh, like 60 days, 45 days, whatever it is without sunlight, this shit gets really, really depressing. But the one of the cool things is, is like if you're uh, if you're if you're a hip hopper, if you're a, a fighter, whatever it is, play basketball, you have a lot of time in the winter to get good at stuff. So <laughs> that's crazy. Oh man, that's crazy. Now I know you out there, so we connected now. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you wanna you wanna come up, I'd love to. You know what? One of the companies that I work with, uh, Red Run Canvas Company, they have the number one sell, uh, selling edible in the state of Alaska. It's called Hashade. It is a fifty one hundred milligram lemonade um, drinkable. Well, it's an edible, so it's a drinkable. Uh, but they do like thirty different flavors, um, and it's all the, it's all the good stuff. It's not like it's not garbage. A lot of fake processed stuff. It's just good weed drink. But yeah, Alaska's the shit. Definitely. Yeah. Big up to everybody that's watching this from Alaska. Salute to, to all my hip hop and cannabis smokers. Salute, salute. This is your boy Rampage. First lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad. You know how we do it. And, and you know what? I want everybody to tap into my radio show on iHeartRadio. It's free. And I'm on iHeartRadio 24 hours, seven days a week. I will send you the link. Direct message me. I'm going to send you the link so you can tap into my radio show on iHeartRadio. It's free. Download the app and... You know, you can listen to all my shows. I'm playing classic hip-hop shit. I'm playing, I'm playing all that classic shit. So put everybody on in Alaska, and we get it popping, definitely. New hip-hop. Is there any new uh, hip-hop that you're listening yeah, to? Yeah, I play all the new hip-hop. Griselda, I play all of that. Also, uh... Water is uh, the water company. Can we talk about your water for a second? So, you know, I started a, a water company called Splash Drip H2O. So I'm, I'm waiting to close out this deal with Walmart so I can be distributed around the world so everybody can try the water. 100% spring water. The water is good. It don't taste like no other water, and my water is from Sedona. Water capital. Yep. Sedona spiritual water. Yes, sir. Open third eye. Yes, sir. 
Sedona's Sedona's heavy, man. Sedona's heavy with that. With um, yes, sir. with the, the spirituality. All right, that's okay. Splash drip H two O coming soon. My sneakers is coming soon. The rated R's, the R dot ones. I don't know if you saw those. You saw those? I, I saw those. I, um, I'm glad we're talking talking about those. What inspired you to get into uh, to sneakers? Well, I'm just tired of rocking the same old sneakers. So somebody got to make a change. If Yeezy could bust a move, then I could bust a move. Plus, I always love sneakers. I'm a sneaker head. I'm a baseball cap head. You know, I'm a jogging suit head. So, you know, I'm a real, you know, I have t tons and tons of sneakers for years. I, I must have probably spent over 600000 in sneakers, you know, my whole career. Like, and, you know, I hooked up with my guys from, from China and, um, just loan distribution where I can just, if I think it, they can make it. So. Okay. Um, the way it draws. I let you go. You got stuff. That you got 63 kids or something. A lot of kids. If you were to recommend three songs um no i only i only i only i only got i only got six i got uh, i got um five girls and one boy i'm at okay so i have i think my wife and i have a lot of kids so we've got i've got one girl i got six boys we've got one girl and six boys we got a lot of kids mm. A lot of kids. When you say it out loud, that's a lot of kids. That's a big number. Um, damn. So if I guess a quick question would be uh, before I, I, I let you dip out, uh, sir. Is if you had to run down um, five songs from your discography, listen to before before they die what would be the five that you to listen to before they die um wuha from buster and me abandoned ship me and buster wild for the night me and buster call the amalams me and buster and i think there's another flip mode whole album Which, all right, that works. That works. Um, Rampage, the last boy. Oh, shit, man. I actually had a whole other list of questions that I left in my garage, but my reception is shit, and I didn't grab it. Well, you know what we do? We'll save that for part two. So let's that do part two. Let's we do, do a part two very soon. That sounds wonderful, sir. Uh, Rampage, the last Boy Scout. Sir, have a have a great day. Um, real quick, can you uh, can you plug all of your links real quick? So, uh, the the official Rampage uh, SoundCloud page. Uh, the official Rampage SoundCloud page. That's for the um. That's for the um. Quarantine Chronicles. I'll be putting out Chronicles two at the end of August. Maybe the okay. beginning. You know the Chronicles two that's coming. I'm working on that now. 
Um, the new Rampage rated R sneakers are coming. So everybody hit me up on um, Rampage, the last Boy Scout, or the real Rampage on Instagram. Roger Rampage, McNeil on Facebook. Those are my three that I mess with. I don't mess with nothing else. Um, everybody just stay plugged in with me, man. And, um, you know, stay stay following me on Instagram because I give out positive messages, you know, for those that need it and that be going through it. You know, I, I give out positive messages. I haven't did it in a couple of days, but you just inspired me to send out some positive vibes to all my peoples in Alaska. Um, you know, that's how you stay with me on social media at The Real Rampage on Instagram, Roger Rampage, McNair. Big up to my publishers, MJ, the number one publishers in the game. Big up to my, my manager, Money Green. Big up to my team, you know. Um, and new Rampage music is coming. I got a joint called Selfie that's at uh, 2 million views. I got a, um, oh yeah, Wild for the Night, again, is at 1.7 on Spotify. 1.7 million right now at Spotify in today's time. So it's almost going to 2 million. All you classic hip-hop heads, go buy Wild for the Night on Spotify. Um, <laughs> go buy the whole Flip Mode catalog on, on, on every digital platform. For those that don't know me, Google me. I am Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode squad. Let's not get it fucked up. And at my last words will be flip mode is still the squad. Salute. Flip mode is in fact the squid. Definitely. <laughs> make sure you text make sure you text me, DM me so I could DM you the links for the radio show so you could tap in and, and move around and listen to my radio show on iHeartRadio. And also catch me on Rock the Bells as well. You know what I'm saying? On serious. Serious. Big up to LL Cool J. So you, you dig? I dig. I dig. Sir, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your energy. Everybody listening, watching around the world, and everyone that's going to listen and watch around the world on, on the YouTube channel, thank you so much for checking this out. Uh, Rampage, The Last Boy Scout. Check, check him out everywhere. And we will get to the weird questions about the movie The Last Boy Scout and uh, Rampage Jackson a whole other time. We're going to do part two, so you already know. We brothers now, so anything you want to do, let's go. We family right. now. So let's I love go. it. All right. I salute you, man, and praying for you and the family too, brother. You already know. Thank you so much for your, your energy, man. You have the very best day ever, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, peace.